0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Generation Zennial with Keith and Vinny, here to talk about everything or nothing. We're not really sure yet. Happy
1: Friday, <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this wonderful podcast. Keith, we've been going for like a year now, haven't we? When, it, when it's was been the over first episode? A year. Oh, I thought so.
0: I mean, I, if, you, if I knew you were going to ask that question, I could have had like the website up beforehand. I could have had an answer was, for you. It's,
1: it's relatively soon. I know we started. I think we started sometime in September. I don't remember it was, what, what uh, week we started, but. Oh, um, it
0: was the first one was October 5th, 2020.
1: Oh, see. So it hasn't it hasn't been a year yet. I thought it's we started in September for some reason.
0: It seems like so far ago and yet so not far ago.
1: Well, the, the you know the coronavirus pandemic has just has been going longer <laughs> than this podcast. With no end in sight, I'm sorry to say.
0: Yeah, well, um, that's because people don't want to get vaccinated. Yes. Although I heard Merck Merck today released news that they have a pill that you can take. I think I believe it's after you have COVID, you take yes. it to prevent going to the hospital and getting really sick. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's basically the Plan B of COVID medicine. You know, well,
1: you, should, it, you should
0: <laughs> you should have taken precautions ahead of time by getting vaccinated or wearing a mask and doing all the proper things. But if you didn't do those, but if,
1: but if you happen to get it now, we but have to.
0: You got a morning after pill that you can take for <laughs> COVID. COVID. It's it's the COVID morning the COVID after,
1: pill. after pill. I like it.
0: Um, I mean, that's where, that's how we think about it, is because it's uh, like listen, you, no, never, whatever you didn't works need, for you. Didn't need to get here, but now that you're here, take this pill. Whatever, whatever works for you, I guess. I have my um, brain works in mysterious ways. That we can't
1: argue. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, we have a new medication out. Uh, it looks like uh, is it approved or is it going to be approved? No. To, they,
0: uh, they ended their trials early because it was going so well. So now they're going to submit for FDA approval. Gotcha. Just heard it on the news down the right over here on the yeah, news.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw it on the on the Facebook on the N- feed. The I think it was in maybe like the New York Times or one of those, or maybe NPR uh, Facebook page.
0: Yeah, speaking wow. of NPRs, I must have been still like mostly sleeping when the radio kicked on this morning and they, and I heard like the half hour news broadcast because I heard the broadcast later on and the 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 line that she said was joe biden signed in my half awake brain or still like still dreaming brain i heard joe biden died and in my dream i freaked out <laughs> and i was like whoa, whoa 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 what do you mean what do you mean wait wait what
1: <laughs>
0: he is he is 78 years old i know so it's not like unrealistic that that could happen um
1: he got his booster shot <sighs> I said he died. speaking <laughs> of speaking of vaccines he, he got his booster shot
0: yeah, my wife's uh, uh for place of employment sent out a letter about uh, booster shots for their employees, but they all got Moderna, so they're they're on standby still.
1: Yes, as as, as the J and J recipients that we are, we are also we,
0: we are in long term
1: standby. We are long term standby. We you know,
0: although the J and J one apparently makes it better.
1: You know, but, if, you know,
0: but whatever. There's um, a
1: lot of different things.
0: Um, I, as long as I'm I'm protected, I'm I'm happy,
1: and I feel protected. Right, I haven't. Gotten sick? Hey, I you went know, to. A, we both went, work in schools with a lot of different people.
0: Yeah, very true. I went so to a we, concert we, this weekend on Sunday. Uh, inside. No masks. Uh, so I, my, myself, and my friends, we wore masks. So there's three of us. I would say about twenty percent of people were wearing masks. Now, in two days, huh. it's going to be mandatory that people show proof of vaccination or a negative test before going to concerts in the state. But this happened last week, so it was before that went into effect. And uh yeah, we went to the Oakdale Theater to see Primus. And uh, you know, the people to the right of us were wearing masks, the people to the left of us were wearing masks. People behind us were not. Uh, but uh so it was interesting. And one of the people I went with, he like he has not been anywhere. So this was his big first outing. This to is anything. his first time out of the like house his, and... yeah, in like a year and a half, so eighteen months. Like, it was big for him to be there without with you know not freaking out that's so, good you know it's been it's been almost you know it's been uh five days later i feel good still so
1: yeah i mean we're getting to a bit of a sense of normalcy just the fact that we're just not out of the woods and you know these things kind of things are happening uh, i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see how things go well look, you know, the, I, I, if a couple months ago you know when it was summertime I felt like people were just, and especially because we were outdoors, I felt like, you know, obviously it's a little bit safer being outdoors. Um, you know, it, it kind of concerned me a little bit that I felt like people were just starting to get over it right. like whatever, whatever, And you know, whatever well, happens, people happens are
0: fatigued and all that too. You know,
1: you know, I like last week we talked about how I don't understand like what arguments you can now make to convince anyone to get vaccinated who hasn't been vaccinated yet. Other it's than wild. maybe, maybe the, the bribing people seems to work. I know the CDC um, is doing a big think, push
0: about pregnant women right now. They're like,
1: please. I saw that because there's been a lot of uh, information out there saying that they shouldn't get vaccinated, but it seems like it's pretty safe. But there's still a lot of people that, you know, think it's going to make you sterile and think um, it, there's going to be all these adverse effects to the vaccine that hasn't really been, been borne out.
0: plenty of people that have gotten the vaccine and gotten pregnant afterwards and had so, babies afterwards and
1: i mean i'm assuming everyone who listens to this podcast is vaccinated yes all eight of you <laughs> right because you guys are smart because you listen to the podcast <laughs> and you're smart yeah. enough to get vaccinated and you've you've, you've heard us talk about it i'm sure dollars. we're not the reason i'm sure you're vaccinated you know before because we told you to get vaccinated because you guys are smart people because you listen to our podcast
0: so, you know, I was thinking about this we have the, the smartest other day.
1: Audience. We have the smartest audience of eight people. Obviously. I know that obviously. for a fact.
0: Obviously. I was thinking about this the other day with the positivity rate in Connecticut anyways. I'm looking at the numbers. And really, the numbers are comparable to like a year ago. And then I was thinking to myself, well, realistically speaking, a year ago, we weren't doing anything. We weren't going anywhere. We um, so weren't going
1: anywhere. there's no we vaccine.
0: there's no vaccine. People were masked up even more. And now... A lot of regulate, you know, a lot of things have relaxed, but people are vaccinated, and the positivity rate's around the same. So, if if we're around the same, a year later, and but you know, majority of the population is vaccinated now. I'm like, okay, actually, that's really good because imagine if it if we weren't and we were doing what we're doing now, the positivity rate would be fifty. You know, right, because
1: obviously, you're talking about the positivity rate. You're talking about um, the number of tests that come back positive.
0: Correct, and that's and that's also. Um, which is so a weird number. It's a skewed I thing. It's kind of a weird
1: number to go by. Yeah.
0: You know, well, last year, uh, again, in the spring semester, we were testing students every single week. So now you're doing more tests. So that can either inflate or deflate your positivity rate because you're either going to catch more because there's more out there that you count, or you're just testing so much, you're going to drop the positivity rate because you're, you're testing everybody. So, like,
1: yeah, I really thought it was a weird um, way to. Um, test things to 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 you know to see what level we're at. Yeah, it's by the positive rate, it's, as opposed to like just the number of cases outright. Um, but still, obviously, most case, most of these cases are people who are unvaccinated.
0: Correct. Especially um, hospitalizations are majority. The is,
1: yeah, the jury is still kind of out on natural immunity. Um, whether or not how long that lasts, how good it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there touting that natural immunity is, is even better than the vaccine. So if you had COVID, um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that doesn't seem to be true. But um, a lot of people are still saying these things.
0: I would still get the vaccine. And that's, and if that's I kind of the whole time with yeah.
1: coronavirus, isn't it? It's been. It's just been there's been so much information out there. And parsing whether it's good or bad information has been <laughs> difficult for everybody.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, even. Well, there's so much noise.
1: You know, as much as much. Praises Dr. Fauci has gotten, you know, throughout this thing. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with just his opposition to Trump. But um, he hasn't even been that great of a communicator because he's a very by the facts kind of guy. Right. So he he's not going to come out and say something unless he's sure Sure about it, or at least confident about it. Right. And I think that's, that, that's even led to a lot of confusion because well, he's um, a scientist. You got other people talking <laughs> over him. We're right. But you got other people talking over him who we'll have no problems just spouting out things that they may have heard on the street or just popped into their head one day and said, oh, well, this, this makes sense to me. Let me go, let me go talk about it on my, you know, hugely sleep Popular podcast or television show, yeah. um, so well, you know,
0: you know my my second cousin twice removed, you know, got the vaccine
1: and their testicles. Well, there you that, you, you know, know, then you got that kind of stuff going on. So it's it's like, come on, really? This is this is why it's it's not it's never ending, and I really don't see any end in sight. Um, <clears throat> you know, when when people when this first thing came out and people started talking about a new normal, I'd kind of dismiss that. Um, I figured that. You know, this whole thing would kind of blow over eventually and obviously it's taking a lot longer than than i thought it's taking a lot longer than a lot of people thought but at this point it's like no i think we might have to have like kind of like new normalcy about this this is going to be something that's that's ongoing um for years to come
0: it's gonna be and something that's ongoing it doesn't until have, to, it doesn't have to be until something larger takes the spotlight <laughs> well that's the attention. problem too
1: right what, what yeah. happens when something does bigger does come along
0: i'm not talking about a virus i'm just talking about something on the grand stage, that's bigger and more important for our attention. But you know, eventually, well, you, I mean, I can't if, think of something of, that,
1: that 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 would come to that level. That's going to be as ongoing. Like you might have an immediate thing.
0: Well, also, you know, I believe so much of this is still tied up with you know politics and the big lie and all those things. And until that stuff blows over, which is going to take a long time to blow it's over, because there's it, too yeah.
1: much money, there's too much money to be made in it now. That's right. the problem. There's too yeah. There's way too much money on social media to be made to uh for this to go away like that. That's, and that's why problem. that's I mean that's why it's politicized, let's be honest with you. It's, I mean social media for all the good it's done and I still think social media has a greater net positive than negative. Um but this is something that social media like thrives on is conspiracy and misinformation and um <clears throat> getting the clicks. You know, it's well, all let about me tell the clicks.
0: Yeah you know, there's been plenty of research done by Facebook and others, you know where they they do the research of like okay you know the misinformation arc, uh, platforms and this and that, and they create committees to say how to improve it, but then they don't do anything because they realize if they do the things they improve the misinformation they lose engagement the and then they, they lose, lose the money. monies. They lose the a, money. That's what it comes
1: down to, right? They lose the monies.
0: And that's always the problem with a profit-driven motive of of growth. You know, this, that's that's the capitalism problem of of things that. Once Facebook goes public and they're on the stock market, now they're beholden to shareholders. Like they didn't—they never needed to go public. They had plenty of money to start with, but now once you're beholden to shareholders, all they ever want to see is growth. Sure. The only way to grow well. is they have more engagement. You know what? There's only so many people on the planet, <laughs> so you know once you have everyone engaged, what do you do after that? Like you, you know? have to get them engaged more, and that's the problem. And then and it's always a—it's a vicious cycle. And then you have like and now you—you you are Facebook and you own, you know, three different platforms
1: it's like well, it's it thing, right you just you keep expanding and expanding and expanding and then oh so now we,
0: we bought up instagram we bought up um uh what's uh whatever that uh chat thing is i can't think of what it's called now what's that they brought a chat app and i can't forget what it's called is, is it what's Yeah, WhatsApp. Thank you. WhatsApp. So they got Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus they bought out. They have their own messenger
1: and they bought,
0: yeah. And they bought the secure messenger and they bought Oculus. So it's like they bought all these things. I forgot
2: they bought Oculus too. Oh yeah,
0: like 10 years ago. So that's the annoying part. The best uh, VR headset you can buy is a Facebook product. So if you want to use it, you have to have a Facebook account (laughs) in order to sign. So when you sign on to your Oculus, you're signing on with your Facebook account in order to do anything. So now they have even more metrics about you, which is just like coming out of all directions.
1: That's, that's kind of the ironic part, too, is a lot of people talk about how oligarchies. Um, well, the well the government and the government spying on you and the government has all your information. <laughs> Please. And it's like we give it to Facebook for free. The,
0: the, government, the government has a fraction of what private companies have. Apple well, Google, they
1: probably. I mean, they. Honestly, the, they probably have access to basically whatever the private companies has cuz they can put leverage on them
0: but yeah but, but they, apple you know, apple facebook google and amazon but we
1: give it to them know everything about you
0: because yeah you you buy all your stuff well, there yeah. you do all your emailing you know they they know everything about us so that goes back to like the, the people that are freaked out about, they're going to put a microchip in our vaccine. Like, um, hello, you have a smartphone and you're buying an Amazon, you have an Amazon prime account get a, get out of here yeah. because you've already done all this.
1: Yeah. You're carrying a microchip that has your location on it at all times.
0: Right. It's like, look at your location history. They know exactly where you've been, how long you've been there. You know, every, every month my Google account says, Hey, let's, let's review September and see where you've been.
1: Yeah. It's, it's almost freaky. Like, cause I have a Google phone too. So, um, yeah, I will get like if you put uh, like even it, like knew where I worked after a while. Yeah, I didn't it have to tell it; it just <laughs> like knew because it was like, oh well, you're going there for hours yeah. at a time. And, you know, five days um, a week. So, and then it started picking up like when I was going to work, and it would just automatically tell me, "Oh, there's no traffic on the way to work today." Right, and it's like, like, the time I usually leave. I'm like, <laughs> no one, no one asked, no one asked you phone.
0: But it's a weird thing. It's a, it's a weird thing. Privacy experts always talk about because it's like, okay, what's the invasion of privacy versus the trade-off of actual convenience? And I and I have a hard time answering that because I I see the invasion of privacy argument where it's like, you know, why do you need to know all this stuff about me? But at the same time, I'm like, I love the convenience of it. I love the fact that it knows well, I'm going to work. And that's why we do like, give it.
1: That's why we do give it away for free, right? That's why like, we do give all our information away for free because there is a convenience. Factor not only to that,
0: it. not only that. Look at all the free things we get. You know. Yeah. Gmail is a free email. It's like the biggest free email service that was ever out there, but it's parsing all our emails for information. That's the trade-off. We're getting something for free because we give it th- something. Right. Um, and if we didn't do that, we'd have to pay for it. So it's like, do you want to pay for your email or do you want to get it for free?
1: And then to be fair. <laughs> even if you did pay for it, you'd probably still give away your information. Yeah, you still give away something. Right? They'd, they'd probably still be taking it. It'd probably be, still be in the terms of service even if you were paying for it.
0: So. So, so do you want your free Facebook or do you want to give it You know, it's like. Do you, do you want to see that ad and and get the free service or you know?
1: That's people... the thing too. I don't even mind targeted ads. Um, because yeah, I mean if if well, I'd rather if, be targeted than if the if the almighty <laughs> Facebook you know knows what I like and I get, I I see the ads for what I like and I know you know that's the kind of consumerist world that we live in. Uh, I really don't have that big of an issue with that. To be with you. Um, although sometimes Facebook I don't think knows me at all because it shows me ads for things that I don't. Want or need or well, lately, obviously, I've been getting a lot of ads for groomsmen gifts. That's convenient. Even I've already, even I've already bought my groomsmen gifts, but you know, I did a couple searches. Yeah, and basically, that's my my Facebook feed is full so the, of the, <laughs> groomsmen gift ideas. The cookies that um, followed you, but it's all it's it's like the same three because that's who's paying for the ads, right? It's, right.
0: Well, it's it's you went to those places, and so those cookies go into your browser. so now, when you go somewhere else, it's looking for cookies. It says, "Oh, you went to those. Let's just re." put those ads up it's basically saying hey you went here don't forget about us so you can buy it from us later on it doesn't know
1: you know what's funny part too because when i was in england obviously i was on the the england internet there's (laughs) so there's different filters right so but my point here is every anytime you click on anything in over there it will tell you um there there are cookies on this site do you want to do you want to continue
0: oh yeah in america
1: you click on the site and they just boom, you get cookies. Well,
0: it depends. You depends to just
1: assume you're getting cookies. Depends like, on which yeah, site, so, because you some, see this yeah, some one. some do some do ask to accept.
0: So there's a lot of sites. Any place that's an international, you know, kind of thing will automatically do it because it's like it's it's that. Because I have to do regulation somewhere. Yeah, if I have to be here, I might as well just do it there as well. Yeah. Because it's easier. It's so easier to I mean, have a rule for everybody than just here and there.
1: Yeah, my point is, I don't think people realize how many. Cookies and things oh, no. they are putting on their devices every time they log on to the internet. Um, because I just found it kind of crazy how every time um I went on the site and when I was over there, it was like there are cookies do you want to accept the cookies, like every like basically every site yeah. where and that's something that they put into the law saying like, um, how you know, does it really discourage people? Probably a little bit. Because when you when you know about it, when it's in your face every time you do it, you're like at least you're aware of it. So yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's something we should probably employ here. I know um, there's probably a lot of people lobbying against it, and that's why we don't. But
0: right, right now it's up to the individual companies to decide
1: whether to do it. Um, right, there's no law against it where there is in, yeah. in England and other other uh, Europe.
0: But um, well, you know, the European Union their their laws against tech companies are much um, are much better. You know, they're they're really looking to take more tech companies to task than what the US does. And yeah, I mean, well, if you pay, if you pay attention there like <laughs>
1: there's there's a lot of like do you see a lot of stories about Facebook and Google getting fined over there. Yeah. Um obviously not to the point where it's going to even affect them. <laughs> but that's another story. Um but at least they're trying to do something. I mean, it's not ideal but But again, it's, like, it's you like, you know, the same we'll thing figure, as like it's the same we'll thing as this like thing out in a couple hundred years Keith, we'll figure
0: it's the same thing though, like in the U.S., where California makes a an emission standards law for like you know small engines, and then it just gets done across the country because the manufacturer's gonna if they have to do it for California, might as well do it for the whole country.
1: Well, especially since you yeah, know the size of California, yeah.
0: Okay, right, exactly. Well, that's a, that's the and that's the thing. Same thing with the EU. It's like, well, if I have to do it over there, a lot of the larger companies just do it everywhere because I have to do it there. Might as well just do it. Um. But it depends on the company and who they are. Obviously, certain companies don't want to do it because they don't want you to know they're tracking them, that they're tracking you. Uh yeah, and like my, and yeah, I guess my
1: point is just, just assume that um, every That's website funny. is 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 tracking you every time you click on, especially those clickbait um gimmicks. Like they're they're doing that oh, for God. a reason. They're they are getting and, and you know what, and they're entertaining, so some people are just like, whatever. But you know what? I, I you know, I like I like sometimes to read like 40, 40 top things stupid people said like, and yeah. stuff like that I, I like those <laughs> like it's fun like whatever but like, i want
0: them on one page i just don't want to have to click 40 <laughs> right. times
1: you get you get more clicks and you get more ad revenue i know That's... i hate
0: it well this and this is also why though uh media literacy should be taught to, uh, in school starting at a young age and continually because you know Especially today, every student's a media savvy student. you know my kid's on his Chromebook he's in second grade and they're you know they're doing their mindstorms and stuff like that. Um, he doesn't go my son anyways doesn't go exploring past what he knows and um, he also asks when he can use his computer so we always know when he's using it, uh, which is nice. Um, and I haven't told him he can just use it whenever yet. I'm like, you know what if he wants to keep no, asking, keep asking. I'm, yeah, well. I'm not gonna it's not a rule the, no one ever made a rule in the house. That he has to ask when he can watch TV or when he can play a video game or when he can go on his computer. He just does. We never made that a rule. It is not a rule, but he he created a rule. Well, I he, hope said, he doesn't listen to
1: the podcast because now he's going to be like,
0: oh, I can just do whatever I want now. He's not he doesn't download no podcast No. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's and it's fine. I'm like okay whatever. But you know, a lot of kids are just on the YouTube's or whatever, and they're just there and they don't and they don't they're not educated enough to know what's going on. Cause they're young. Uh, even all, old, even older people don't know what's going on cause they're haven't never been educated about media literacy. Like how do you, how do
1: you teach it to the kids when they're, they're up on it more than, more than we are.
0: Well, that's the thing, but that's why
1: and it evolves so fast.
0: Like It has to become a part of the overall curriculum in every grade level, you know, start it when you're young. And they actually, I think my son's school system has started it at a young age and talking about certain things, but you got to continually evolving that over time. Um, and not shy away from it, but it's because because you know like we're just talking about tracking like how many people know that happens on a regular basis or you know they might okay I'm being tracked but I don't really know what a cookie does or how it works and then or like oh I'm on YouTube and I just kept getting fed all these other videos and now I'm down this rabbit hole of things I didn't know about and now I believe uh, in this thing and that thing that I didn't know about before it's like you have to know how you're being manipulated so you can try to avoid being manipulated you know there oh that um, Facebook wanted to release a version of Instagram for tweens or or young teenagers, right? That was that was a thing they had on the rollout that they have since put on hiatus because the research is showing that you know young girls are blaming Instagram for their poor body image nowadays because you know they're looking at Instagram all day, but everything on Instagram is highly photoshopped, highly stylized. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, people I mean, think take-
1: also. And like any media you're only going to see what people want you to see
0: right but but it's like it's more than what you know we when when i was when we were younger i was gonna say when i was younger we're the same age when we were younger <laughs> you know when i was big, a kid when i was a kid they, well they talked about commercials and magazines that was like the two places we had to look at for those body image issues like oh this is all photoshopped and that
1: yeah magazines now, are obviously always a, always a problem but obviously yeah, you know, television and movies are a lot harder to um Manipulate in that way.
0: But now you have Instagram where people can just, you know, you're flipping through hundreds of photos in an hour of all these manipulated photos. Not like one, I just have one magazine that I go through and there's only 10 photos. It's like, I just looked at a hundred photos that have been manipulated in 10 minutes. It's like the the amount of it happening is even greater than it used to be. And, and there's people that, you know, that there are classmates that are putting stuff on Instagram and they're manipulating it. And now they look better. It's like, it's becoming a lot closer to them.
1: And it's I, mean, I look of better problems. in all my Instagram photos than I do in real life. <laughs> Everybody,
0: like, that's not a secret. Have you seen my Instagram? I don't go on Instagram. Like, my,
1: my arms look huge on Instagram. Not, oh, they're they're the same thing as you could. put. What's the yeah, angle? You got um, the angle. Yeah, it's all about angles, and I don't Photoshop it, but it's you know, it's all about angles and filters, and and like the you know, even the cameras nowadays, they will automatically like do a face filter. So you know, oh, yeah, you get the, I don't have as many freckles or blemishes. the blemishes or, and all that yeah. stuff.
0: I forget which magazine it is. There's like one or two magazines though that stop photoshopping. They actually um was it oh I can't remember who it was. But like they basically like, you know, we're no longer gonna airbrush and photoshop the models. It's gonna be exactly what the camera sees.
1: Speaking but, of that, um a lot which of is still manipulated by the way, because there's right, makeup and all, it's all this other yeah, stuff. You're not photoshopping it. But like I said, you can still use angles and uh, yeah, lighting and angles
0: and lighting and push-up raws and tape and all these other things.
1: <laughs> it's funny that your mind went to push up crowds, but I get your
0: I work, I you know, I work in weddings. <laughs> I know what goes on. Is you put tape underneath to push everything up.
1: Um <laughs> But even like um like health ads and stuff like that, like um one of my favorite um movies, and just because you know I'm in it for like five frames, um bigger, faster, stronger, which I don't know if you've seen It's a documentary about steroids.
0: I have not um, seen it.
1: It's about, yeah, it was about a, a pro wrestler. Uh, his family kind of made a movie about steroids and he was in it, whatever. Not, not, but my point was they were talking, they did a, a thing on supplements and how supplements aren't regulated. And like the before and after photos, they can be taken on the same day. Yeah. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't have any idea. It could be the same guy. Like I can go right now. I've thought I've thought about doing it from for Instagram, just taking a before like a quote unquote before and after photo, but not actually doing anything other than like changing the lighting and my facial expression and and
0: Maybe put and, some
1: and the angles that you. I take the picture. I mean, they went full out and like you know Photoshop, ads onto the onto the person, and, <laughs> um, you know, made them look thinner. And but you can do a lot of stuff. It's like just like posture and lighting. You can you can change yeah, a lot of because in Photoshop
0: there there's like you can take a person and you can start cinching in the waist you can change the face like you can gra- it it recognizes every feature of the body mm. and then you can start you can start warping features to take you can take i could take 20 pounds off you right now in photoshop
1: i could use i could use it some 20 pounds right
0: now but. could you could
1: you, yeah, no, it, it, you it know yeah because you know on the biceps going back to the pandemic i <laughs> gained <laughs> about 20 pounds this past year but you know it's you know actually start.
0: i am down Seven pounds in the last two weeks.
1: Well, it it, it's funny because I've noticed people, you know, who were—I don't want to say you were in bad shape, but people, people who were like people, people went either way, right? People, I feel like people who, especially people who were heavier, like a lot of people like lost weight because they were like, well, there's you know, there's nothing to do. Um, Let me let me start exercising. Um, And then the the other half of it was like people who were working out all the time. Kind of like lost their motivation, especially when the gym's closed. Um, so I was
0: gonna say it's. But people, you have your home gym. I was gonna say people with kids uh stopped working out. People without kids, well, people with kids, at... stop working out in
1: general, don't they? <laughs> well, but Did you did you start your home gym like because of, because of COVID? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people did. Because they're like, oh, I can't it go to the gym. Let me, let me let me start my home gym. And that I was, out... That was one of the hardest things to get was workout equipment. When I worked out for the first time in
0: five months yesterday. <laughs> you know, having it there doesn't mean you work out more, especially when it's in the garage and everything else is there. Because I keep having this thought. I was like, well, I could work out. But first I have to clean up for 10 minutes.
1: Is your garage heated? No. Oh, that's going to be rough in the winter. Oh, we have
0: a little space heater. But what, you know what? Once you start going.
1: That's true. You warm up pretty quick.
0: Yeah, you warm up pretty quick. And I'll be down to the shorts and t-shirt again anyways.
1: Winter <laughs> is coming. It's It's October 1st.
0: Dude, I was co- We. My son had a... Baseball game last night, and we're on the harbor. Man, it was cold. It's starting
1: to get chilly. I was a well, breeze was coming in off the I water. Was I was at work the other day, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to start bringing bringing sweatshirts to work." Because you don't realize, like, because well, you know, three, you know, still like in mid afternoon, still pretty warm. Uh, yeah. And then once that sun starts going down, and you know, it's starting to go down earlier.
0: You don't have. to can, concept can like, pretty, oh, wait, gonna, pretty quickly. It's gonna be cold and, later. What?
1: <laughs> and in a month from now, we got daylight savings coming up. We should get rid of that. Gonna lose that hour. I think so too. I'm, I'm a big proponent of getting rid of the time change. Daylight
0: savings time, a thing yeah. invented by rich people to enjoy the sunlight more. That that's, has
1: that's for farmers. Has that's nothing that's,
0: to do with farmers. See, so that's what they was told us. Was that a big work?
1: Was that a big was, was a that a big con?
0: It's a big work because think about it. A farmer doesn't care, a rooster doesn't care what time the clock says. A cow just gonna care. when the sun comes up, right? So when the sun gets up, the farmer gets up. They don't care what the clock says.
1: The, I never the farmer did that either. So that, makes, does, that doesn't make sense to me.
0: It was, it was the the uh, you know I forget. I heard a whole story. I read a I read a, heard about this years ago, and there's like a person that's actually tied to this directly. But you know, basically, someone that was well off that wanted to enjoy the light longer. Uh, <laughs> proposed this daylight savings time so that way in the winter hours they could have daylight longer at night. So they could save more daylight. But the working class doesn't care about it. They're going to get nah. up when they get, have to get up. It's like, yeah. it was totally a Especially now in modern
1: times, right? Your nine to five doesn't... You know, doesn't it doesn't, doesn't matter, really, yeah. It doesn't matter.
0: It's completely arbitrary. <laughs> and the only th- the argument you'd say to keep the, the in daylight savings time is so that when the kids come home from the bus in the afternoon, there's still light out, you know, but then it's dark in the morning. So which way do you want to go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But either way, we should just stop changing the time because the other part of it is, you know, even so within this own, within our own country, well, it screws up
1: sleep schedules. Well, within our own country this has been documented the fact that like, there's more, um, motorway accidents, um, but, but when, you have, get, when you get less sleep on the, on the, you know, on during, when, when we it have starts. tribal,
0: we have tribal lands that don't observe daylight savings time. So you could be in, you could be in Arizona. Oh, yeah. We also have, we have states have, that
2: don't,
0: we have states that don't, we also have countries around the like, and when people change it, it's not like, you know, everyone changes it the same weekend. There's like oh, yeah. a five week period where it gets changed around the world. So if you're talking about international business, you know, today we might be an hour apart tomorrow. We might be three hours apart. <laughs> for trying to get yeah. business done, so it's like it's just.
1: No, I know, like England, England. We don't have the same um daylight savings time change that England does, so there's there's a few weeks there where it's like a six hour difference.
0: So it's time to get rid of daylight savings time. Um, just just my my two cents, because it's stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, I and, it no messes problem. a lot. I have, no, of th- I have no argument against that. I, you know,
0: it messes it messes a lot of things up. And it's just, it's, it's not needed the whole. And yeah, that's that the whole farmer thing we got sold as a, as kids.
1: And I
0: think, I think that's really of, thought
1: about it that much. Cause honestly, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but it's not a yeah.
0: big deal. But then when you start, like mm-hmm. when you we look were. at it in a, in a, in a macro
1: sense, start a petition to end it. I think. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, it's okay. What's, uh, that's who, we're going to talk
1: who, from now on. We're just going to talk about every week we're going to talk about. and Let's go start it, a petition. Happens. We're going to change the name of the, Podcast and daylight savings time. We're just gonna talk about that.
0: Day. And daylight savings. And daylight savings. How we're gonna do a, mar- a we, march on like Washington? Could do a march on Washington for it. You know,
1: <laughs> and daylight savings. Um, because I was thinking about this. It seems like this past you know ten months or so, we haven't had as much to talk about as we did in the previous um year or you know from the podcast. Well, the election's the over. Four years, right? <laughs> We, I mean, obviously that was a that was a big heavy talking point when we first started the podcast. It was that we were you know, right at the end of election season. So that was that was a big talking point. But I I, I guess my point is it, um the the media out there um is strange. And this is what I've said I've said this plenty of times on the podcast about um mainstream quote unquote liberal media. I hate that term. Um but liberal media. They will, the difference between right wing media and left wing and liberal media is that right wing media will straight up just misrepresent and lie, whereas liberal media, or mainstream media, whatever you want to call it, just doesn't talk about things they don't want to talk about. And I think that's been pretty evident throughout this, uh, you know, the ten months of the, the Joe Biden administration, because there's still a lot of problems in this country that um, when Trump was president. We we were focused. We were really hyper focused about um, and a lot of those things haven't changed. But now that Biden's president, we don't seem to talk about them as much.
2: Mm.
1: And that's um, I think that's problematic. Like we still have We still have issues at the border. Obviously, we talked about the Haitians last week. But, um, you know, there's still children who are separated from their families. Um, obviously, not to the extent that it was happening, but there's you know, there's still kids in cages. Um, I think a lot of people would argue, well, they're, they're nicer cages <laughs> or maybe they're being nicer to that, but like, there's still, there's still a lot of problems that we have. Um, you know, we really haven't addressed policing at all, you know, um, last summer, obviously that was a, a big issue. And then, you know, we just kind of I mean, we went I, I, away. It just, problem, seems so, you know, we just stopped yeah. talking about it. I, I mean, not I, everybody, let's, I, but like, it, it's not the, it's not hyper-focused, the way it should have been the way it was when trump was president and the, right. the way it still should be now like that's remember, my, that's, yeah. that's my point
0: you're talking about last summer like every time i hear an article or story about you know last summer and the protest i'm like it seems so long ago at this point like it's been such a long year just like with everything that happened in the past year. It also seems to happen like
1: every, you know, four or five years and then nothing happens. And then then, then we have an incident where we need to address it again. And we, you know, there's a big uproar. And then again, nothing, nothing happens.
0: I'm just trying to say my perspective of time has really shifted the past year. Like we're, you know, that's only only a year ago, but it seems like forever.
1: I was having a conversation with, uh, with one of my um, colleagues or one of my coaches the other day. And we were talking about how I like this whole pandemic just like and maybe it's just me get also us getting older, but <laughs> that also that like year, uh, I'll think about things that I think happened like two, three, four years ago and then realize oh, the that was like 2012. <laughs> like, <laughs> because, like, you know, gosh. because you know, working in schools, like, uh, obviously, like, you think about like we talk about like if you bring up a former student and you're like, oh, yeah, and then you think about they graduated like two or three years ago, and it's like, wait a minute, no, they graduated like eight years ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like I guys saw one of our former students yesterday, and I was like, like, when did you grow up? Like, what the hell?" He's, you know, he's like in his mid twenties now. It's like, when I thought you graduated like two years ago. Like, what happened? But yeah, I, I, that that might just be us getting older, dude. I think that's, you know, I think that happens. Fine. See, time, time, away. time, seems, time is, seems to move faster as you get older. Yeah. Um. And it's you know now we're starting to really fly. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit scary, but you know it's, it's life, I guess.
0: Although the positive part I always think about that is because I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to be 41 in a week," and it's like it's a lot of life gone. But I'm like, think about all the things I did up until this point. I still have a lot of time to do a lot more
1: stuff. Well, Let's hope so, Keith.
0: I mean, that's that's the that's the never idea. guaranteed,
1: is it? That's never guaranteed problem. tomorrow. Never, but, ga- never guaranteed.
0: But my point is, like, I don't have to. I don't want to have that midlife crisis like, oh, this is all I've ever done so far. I'm like, no, I've done a lot of things and I still have time to do a lot more things.
1: Oh, yeah. That's good. That's a good attitude.
0: That, that's, you know, that's, I don't want to have that like, oh, I'm 41 and like, I haven't done anything. No, I've done a lot of
1: things. Speaking I've of doing a lot things, of Jimmy Carter is 97 today?
0: Yes, 97. Um, and I argue that Jimmy Carter is one of the greatest president slash human beings in the country. One of the greatest living presidents, that's for sure. Yeah. Because um, he's done more for humankind.
1: We can technically say in our lifetime, right? Because he was uh Yeah,
0: yeah. He he, he was <laughs> the election was, he in was 1980. He was still president when I was born, yes. Yeah,
1: for a few months. And I, I got a whole year under, you know, a year and a month under Jimmy Carter, because I was he, born in late December. He
0: he was he was elected out of office five weeks four weeks after I was born.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little more aged than you, you Keith. Know, oh, sorry, I sorry. I was born in 1979.
0: <laughs> no, best year, right here. December,
1: December 28th, 1979. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> so um
0: But yeah, no, yeah. I think I, I always I always tell people I think Jimmy Carter, uh, especially because of Habitat for Humanity, has done more good for the world after being president than any other president I can think of.
1: I can't argue with that at all. Um I think he did a lot of, you know, he he had a lot of good ideas when he was president. He just, it was not a good time, um, in the world.
0: Nope.
1: Um, he had a lot of issues to deal with. And then, you know, Reagan kind of screwed him over with the whole hostage situation. Yeah. I think, you know, that's something that doesn't get talked enough about, um, how Reagan basically made a deal with, uh, terrorists, terrorists to, uh, to keep hostages until after the election. So we could look like a hero and get, and get elected.
0: Um, yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, but Reagan's the best president ever. What are you
1: talking about? Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I, I guess it depends who you talk to. If that's but the problem. People, yeah, obviously, people yeah, still. He was up. super popular. Like he, he, like you look at the election results and he dominated. And slide. I could. will never. I don't think you'll ever see an election dominated like that ever again. Um, but you know, that's
0: the problem. Like that's that. You take a celebrity and you make them a politician, and it's they. Like I said, they they know how to talk to an audience, and it's very easy to pull the wool over people's eyes when you. Can talk well yeah and then, um,
1: you know that's the one thing i i always say gave donald trump walk. credit for too was he was media savvy um, he was very media savvy he knew how to manipulate the media that's how he got elected right he he knew that going on all these um talk shows and calling into fox news and getting himself like coverage basically was going to get him elected and it mm-hmm. did <sighs> so what are we what are we going to learn from it is is the question and i don't know
0: and that well that's the problem because when you have people that are trying to be good honest politicians on one side that, that aren't that same way or if they are then they get called out for other things like you know aoc is very media savvy but oh but she was just a waitress you know or whatever right
1: and the republicans are supposed to represent the working class but they like to demonize people who have menial jobs at some and, point.
0: And, and don't forget that you know their the, life. the idea of a representative government is that you should, anyone should be able to run for office and become elected official. That's the idea of a representative government. You don't have to have be a lawyer before you become a politician. Right. That's the idea of a representative government. It is that anybody can do it. I mean, if you, if you think about that, there's no re- Take those same credentials. Oh well, you know, Trump was nothing but a landlord. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And a, if you think a, about a, it, a, a horrible one at that, like, <laughs> so, Oh, I mean, landlo- landlords are parasites to begin with. That's, a, that's another, another talking point, but um
0: Hey, my landlord was great. I liked my landlord.
1: You can like him, but he's it, landlording in is parasitic <laughs> in nature. It just is. I, I listen, I'm, I, I own properties. Like I inherited properties. I'm technically a landlord, but I, number one, I, I, won't make a profit off that. Like I, I don't mind landlords who do work on their properties and put money into their properties. As long as you're doing that, that's, you know, at least somewhat acceptable, but <laughs> that's, I, feel,
0: I feel like that's the lowest common denominator, what you should do as a landlord,
1: Yeah. Right. Or at least like, don't charge people more rent than you, than you put out. Right. You shouldn't be passive income is a, is an issue for me in general. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, as a, as a leftist who, believes that you know labor creates value so just you know just my little spiel yeah but i'll start getting i'll start getting angry
0: but if you're a landlord that's what you do you don't that is, it's not passive that is your career no it's not how is that no was owning property a career my how's how that, how that labor
1: like how does that work that's not work yeah,
0: my previous landlord my previous landlord was a property owner that's all he did yeah. And I think that's, I think
1: that's a bore to be honest with you. I and
0: just, he, he never <laughs> raised a nice guy.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. No, like, I, you know, yeah, I know he, landlords he, are nice guys, but doesn't, <laughs> I just think the, the, the idea behind it is, is awful.
0: But he was a better landlord than everyone else I've ever been with because he, because he owned, he owned every single property outright. He didn't own a mortgage on any property that he rented out. He never, so therefore he never raised a rent on anybody because he didn't need to. And if something ever broke, he was there either that day or the next day to fix it.
1: Yeah, all I'm, he, not because that's all I'm not saying there's art. You're right. I'm not, I'm not saying there aren't quote-unquote right, good but, landlords. But I also think that I like he should to, deserve I like to make money I like to think myself that I'm a good landlord. But the, just the idea of it is is antithetical to my, you know, oh. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, values. yeah
0: doesn't say morals, but
1: values. Morals, values. It's interchangeable. Um, it's just, right, you know, it, Morals and values are they interchangeable? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah to sorry. a certain yeah. They're cinnamon. Cin- uh, they're
0: cinnamon. It's cinnamon. Cinnamons. Cinnamons. So I was just listening to a, an interview with a author who just released a book about the origins of the English language, and I was just, you, you made me think of an example they they came up with because craft and art actually meant the same thing in two different languages. So in huh. early in early English. They took it from the Germanic word, cra- was it Germanic or the Norse word it was craft. But then when they were trying to elevate the English language, they took art from the French. So art became the high class thing and craft became the labor thing. So craft and art actually from the two different languages meant exactly the same thing. But then English adopted both of them and made, elevated art to be the high class thing and craft to be the thing that you do with your hands as a labor.
1: It's, it's funny you said that, because um, someone asked a question in a poll. I think it might have been on like Instagram or something, maybe Twitter. Um, but they said, is is cooking a craft or an art? And I said, well, why not yes. both? <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, it's both, in my opinion. And the fact that you just said that, like you know, craft and art are basically the same word, makes a lot of sense to me. So, okay. Yeah. That's a little, little side note.
0: Sorry. I also love etymology, so. I love learning about language.
1: I love um, um <laughs> what are those peas? <laughs> I, I was trying to make a joke and then I couldn't think of the word. It sounds like edema, ed, ed, uh, The little like pea things. I think whatever. <laughs> not, not the word, Edamame. Yes. Edamame. <sighs> <laughs> it, was a, see, it, was a, it was a bad joke to begin with <laughs> and then i forgot the word so it <laughs> made it even worse
0: and now can you explain the joke and make it even worse <laughs>
1: sorry yeah <laughs> sure my friend did the other day he Atomones said joke. sounds <laughs> kind of
0: like no nah, um Atomolo- now i can't say the right word jesus etymology. etymology i can't say words that i do
1: i don't know i can never say words that's my problem. i'm so bad at yeah i'm bad at words I'm not going to, that's kind of, there's, there's a confession. I'm bad at words.
0: But apparently the English language is the easiest language to get into, to start with. That was one thing they ended on with the interview Was talking about how like non-English speakers say that actually to start learning English is easy because unlike other languages where you have to learn the conjugation of all the verbs, like you have to learn the conjugations first before you can even start the language. You
1: know, that's where I always struggled.
0: You don't have to do that with English. Yeah so you can start with simple English and get along. And then as, as you you can progress over time, but you can start off very simply. So when people speak broken English. They can understand, speak and communicate very easily. Whereas if I know Spanish, it's broken Spanish. That's kind, what I was going
1: to say. Like I, that's something that I don't think I really like comprehended that the fact that like other languages, if you don't say what you like, it's, it's a lot easier to misconstrue um, what you're saying in other languages than it is English. And I think that's something that, I really didn't understand while learning other languages.
0: I think Um, it's Chinese, I believe it is, where some words they're spelled exactly the same, but if you put the inflection on different parts of the word, it means something different.
1: Yeah, that's that's got to be. And it's dramatically different.
0: It's like completely like uh, complete opposite thing. Like or or you know, one thing is like a nicety, and the other thing's an insult. (laughs) And if you say it wrong, if you put the inflection on the wrong part of the word, you just you know insulted someone's mother. Process on the wrong saying hello it's like it's crazy um language is crazy now now I'm totally on this tangent and I'm just really excited about it because I just learned about this you know one of the things the author was saying is like because a lot of things we have in English also become we have it because of when the printing press arrived in England and who brought it and so some languages so all languages go through a change at some point languages that either went through the change before or after the printing press you don't see a lot of change in the language through the printing press so like french had their change beforehand but then some languages had their change afterwards whereas england when it was going through the change when the printing press arrived in england because you know before that they were ruled by the french so french was this the the written language and the language of the high class and english was like your your low class everyday language and then they started going back to English as the printing press arrived. But then the typesetters didn't speak English. <laughs> the typesetters uh, came from another, I forget what language they spoke. So now they're they're trying to typeset words. And then with words that they, they didn't know to either make space or because they were making up words, they were adding things in. So like the reason why we have a G-H in ghost is because they added the H in there because that's how they said in their language. It was actually like gust or whatever. I forgot how they, she pronounced it. Huh. So we, we added in these letters that don't make any sense. Like uh, all the GHs were added from another language and now they just stuck. <laughs> Why not? It's just so crazy. Like the way the language Yeah, no, I
1: mean, yeah, like, language is, is something that is kind of um crazy when you really think it start getting into the weeds of it. Because if you think about it, like you know, every civilization, every every people came up with different languages to communicate. Um, and some of them are just so drastically different that it's almost it's like, it's really hard to give your, wrap your head around, you know what I mean? And I, say, um, I
0: forgot that, like every, I forgot how, what the time interval, the, there's a certain time interval, like every day or every couple hours or something, another language dies in the world. Like there's that many languages out there, Oh
1: yeah. I mean I can see. But
0: it. then like, you know, there's some languages where it's like, you know, this tribe over here, there's only, you know, 10 people left in that tribe that speak the language still.
1: I mean, you can also I mean yeah. obviously you can you can track out um where languages originated and how they spread too. Like um obviously right. Latin Latin was a big influence on a lot of the European languages, um, whereas a lot of the the more Asian languages have their own. Flair. I should. I don't know the, the. I mean, obviously, they have their own origins, but um, and then they branched out into their own things, and you know, it, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's something you can really get into the weeds about, um, if you really want to think about it. But it's one of those things that are just kind of like will really like blow your mind when you really start getting into it because it's just so so deep, right?
0: There are about seven thousand languages in the world. Twenty three hundred are spoken across the continent. Oh, oh, oh which continent? Oh, sorry, I just found an article because I, I, I had to know. <laughs> just, in China, there are three hundred languages spoken in China.
1: Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and then you start getting into the different regional dialects, and like, uh, yeah, it's. Well, that's
0: the thing. How you know we say we call it English, but how many versions of English are there?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can even start. Yeah, you can start parsing that out and. Humanity, man, it's complicated. It's crazy. It's complicated, man. Which, which,
0: which brings me to my our entertainment section of the week. I started rewatching Battlestar Galactica. Speaking of humanity, so that's the thing. I watched a season and a half of it and never finished it. And my friends ostracizing me for that. (laughs) He's like, "How did you not finish this? You didn't even see this part." So I'm like, "Fine." So I signed up for Peacock the free version with the commercials and started watching it. I watched I finished watching the initial miniseries last night, which is basically the first three hours to set up the storyline for the TV show. And like I'm in the middle of watching it. I text I'm like, I forgot how heavy this moment is when they have to like leave behind ships to get destroyed by the Cylons and like they just basically sacrifice 5,000 people because they can't
1: wait. I mean, Bears beat Battlestar Galactica. I mean... <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, this just popped up my head. I had to, I had to get it out. Sorry.
0: Do you know anything about Battlestar Galactica? No, I know nothing about oh, Battlestar Galactica.
1: Man. So this is going to make a very hard conversation.
0: Well, I'm just going to set it up for you. Because then maybe sure. what you're interested in, watch it or not. Um, and just because I'm excited about it right now, because I'm re-watching it. And I forgot how good it actually is. One, from how it's shot. And also the concept itself. So... This is way out. This is millennia in the future that this takes place, and the setting of it is like a couple of decades after what they called the Cylon War. So, at some point, humanity spread out across the universe, and they've we found these twelve colonies on twelve planets, on the solar system. You know, they're were, were able to travel faster than light at this point, and all that. And we created. Do they have stargates? No, we, the the ships just have faster. <laughs> we have faster than light engines Stardate, on the ships
1: stargate galactica
0: so the uh at some point in the history they created these artificial intelligent robots to help with life on the colonies um, but then they became there was an uprising <laughs> against the humans so these cylons that they called them fought against the humans and there was a silent war uh and and then that ended and the cylons went off somewhere and this the the start of Babylon about not Babylon Five that's a different show sorry Battlestar Galactica it's taking place
1: they all kind of blend together to no? me so Galactica. this Babylon is taking 5. place
0: they were going to decommission um, one of the last remaining Battlestar ships from the original war and
1: was it Galactica the, yes was Battle. it called Galactica
0: there you go it was Battlestar they, Galactica
1: figuring it but, out
0: but the silence have returned <gasps> and the, the surprise attack. They destroyed all the colonies, so oh geez. this happens all in the beginning. So I'm not really spoiling anything. That was very because, nice. Yeah, they they destroy all of humanity at the end of the opening movie miniseries before the four seasons. There's fifty thousand people left. So you went from twelve planets to fifty thousand people, and so That's an interesting so much, concept. The heavy part. The heavy part I was like thinking about was you know at one point the now president who was used to be the secretary of education, but now she's the president because of, you know, things happened. Uh, they were gathering, they're trying to gather all the ships together that were of survivors in one spot. And then while they're there, a, a Cylon ship had found them and disappeared and they're like, okay, we need to get out of here before they come back and kill us all. But not all the ships can travel faster than light. So there was a discussion about trying to evacuate people onto the other ships, but they like, we don't have the time. It's either save 50,000 or lose everybody and, and lose 5,000. So I and, concept and, stuff. And so like, they're doing that. You have the countdown going and in the radio chatter, you hear like other people going, you can't leave us behind blah, blah, blah. And like, someone's like, I hope you burn in hell. Like it's just radio chatter back and forth. But like the lead ship is just like solemnly doing the countdown and the president's crying in the background by herself then they all jump as the silence come out and shoot their missiles at all the ships and the ones that can go fast and light leave and that everyone else perishes.
1: So So basically the only survivors are the Battlestar Galactica.
0: No, there, no, there's about 50 ships. There's like 50 ships. I think that can hold 50,000. So they have 50,000 survivors at this moment. And now season one starts.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and see,
0: but it's just like, it's, it, and and now they're heading back, they're trying to find a new home, Earth, maybe, you know. It's also that's that is a true, a sci fi trope. Uh, it was in a book I was reading a couple years ago, too, where it's like, you know, we've we've advanced so far beyond, you know, this has taken 10,000 years in the future, humankind is spread out across the galaxy, but we forgot where Earth is, and then something happens, and we're trying to find Earth again. Because there's some lost technology from Earth that we need to save civilization or whatever.
1: If you ever watch the show Red Dwarf, he's trying to get back to Earth. But
0: Is that what was happening in that movie? Kind of. I, used to, I, I watched it once in a while. I love that show. It was on, it was on after uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Was it? That's
1: probably when I started watching it.
0: Though. I think it was on after. That's why I was aware of it, because it was on around the same time, either before or after Mr. Science Theater 3000. Sorry, MST3K for those in the know. I tried rewatching the reboot, and I just couldn't get into it the same way.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I I agree with that. It, it was bad. Some, I did. It, I think I watched most. I think I got through most of the episodes. I, I mean, it was, it was good. End it was the, the end of it.
0: It was something about when it was made and like the production quality and all that. It was just like it felt right at the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also too, it's it was like, the only like kind of like riffing there was out there, right? It was like it was like they started yeah. the whole idea between of like watching movies and like riff, riffing them as you know as we coined a term for it right
0: <laughs> and maybe also i got at the time like i had gotten my parents to watch it too so we would actually watch it together when it was on tv oh, it was like a
1: little family time so it was like
0: you know it was like a thing i did with people now like my wife doesn't watch it so it's like it's one of the shows like i only get enjoyment if i watch it with people like watching it by myself i'm like
1: meh no, i remember i remember watching it like over like summers and like being in like my room at like two o'clock in the morning and like as like a teenager like watching like Mister Science to the stuff uh, like yeah. they they would play them overnight. Oh and, like, yeah, I, that's like a weird memory that I have of like staying up all night during the summer watching MSD three k. Isn't
0: that when ECW was on too? <laughs> no,
1: nah, that was a little bit later. I think that <laughs> was on weekends too.
0: Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I never watched I ECW as a, as a child because I didn't know it existed.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I didn't really get started in ECW until like uh college year. So like 98, 99. Cause that's why I started getting back into wrestling again. Um, I wasn't, you know, the whole new generation era.
0: You know, there was a that's, dream match yeah, last weird. week.
1: You missed What's the that? dream.
0: You missed the dream match last week.
1: Omega Brian. Yeah. I actually watched it. Did you? Oh, so how about that?
0: What do you think about you? It? <laughs> it's
1: it was it was. I always get nervous. I was very where, upset about the ending, but who cares? Like stop. Oh, like yeah. People stop complaining. First of, you of don't all, need a, you, don't need, you don't need a clean finish in that match. It was a great no, match. He's, a, he's, a, I man, told he's a, a heel. Why? Yeah, why like why 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 ruin it with a clean finish? You don't need a clean finish in that match.
0: First of all, I I, <laughs> I always get nervous when there's a dream match about to happen because I'm like, you got a lot to live up to, and it's very easy to fall. <laughs> so the fact that they delivered
1: Well, that's the thing. I, that was that was the part that concerned me is that they put it on first yeah because there was definitely oh. like that was like the highest the high point of the show and then <laughs> everything else from down here was kind of even though it wasn't like necessarily bad i actually did watch it i actually watched the show that week um wow i don't know why i think yeah uh yeah i think claire was busy doing something oh, let me put the show on because they were down in uh Ashe Stadium. i knew a lot of people that are at the show um so i was like oh let me, let me check it out and yeah i even honestly didn't know what was going on and that match was really really good It's the only Um, match I watched of the show because I watched it three days ago. Oh, okay. I mean, the rest of the show wasn't bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, it was just a week I didn't have time to watch it. Um, but but yeah, no. I mean, that's that was that was the issue I had with it. They put it on first, and I was like, nothing's nothing's gonna top this. Like, this is. I I also get why because it was it was a it was a high profile match, but also too like the show got a lot of hype, so I think. They were hoping a lot of people were going to tune into it, and then give them that to watch, and then it will kind of hopefully get them to stick around. Right. So I get the idea behind that.
0: The, they're doing the opposite of what WWE always does. Like, oh, later tonight, this is going to happen. No, 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 it's going to happen right now. No, we're, we're just going go, to right do this right now, and then this, hopefully
1: this. stick around for the rest of the, sh- the rest of the show. And it's
0: not the first time Where... they've done that. They've done that before. Like, you know what? This is what you want to watch. Like when CM Punk debuted, right? They didn't. They didn't tease it out for the whole show. They just did it right away. Like, you know what? You know CM Punk's <laughs> coming out. Here he is. Let's just, let's just get this over with.
1: Right. Whereas, especially like attitude era. WWE had a very specific formula. Oh my God. Uh, it to was, the T. Right. Open the show. Promo. 20 minute promo. <laughs> 20 minute promo. <laughs> Talk about this is what Snip. we're going to do tonight. This is, this is what you're going to see. And, and maybe someone interrupts there. a
0: promo that makes a match for later that night. Right. And it, yeah, And then you get something you know what, to look We're going to have a two on two tag match between you and you and you and you, because well, you got to settle it out. Can they work together? <laughs>
1: Right, uh, that's how you told your story. But now uh, AEW is just like, you know what? We're just going to come here's, out. And watch. Thanks for tuning in. Here, here's what you want to see. Hey, you,
0: Which, you know who this guy is. You know who that guy is. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I cool. think they put on a Which great, worked. great match. Um, I, I think Brian Danielson's chest is going to was probably black and blue for five days. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, holy crap, chop, chop city. <laughs> but no, I thought it was a great match. I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't watch the rest of it. I watched Wednesday night mostly.
1: How was that? That was up in Rochester, wasn't it? That was relatively local.
0: Uh, yeah, that was at Rochester. That was where they were supposed to originally, that was where Birdie Lee and Matt Hardy was supposed to debut right before the pandemic hit. That that was the original blood and gut show. And that's when they were going to debut. It was in Rochester because it was in Birdie Lee's home.
1: I'm fully aware of that.
0: And then, uh, and they were both going to debut that night. So that's why it was also, you saw the Burry Lee signs on Wednesday well, night. Yeah. Um, they, they, they had a whole had
1: the, like the dark order, had,
0: the dark order had a match, like all the dark order. So it was like, you know, dark order has been like on the fritz for the past couple months. Like they've been having infighting about, um, it was, it's all based around hanging Man page leaving. And they're all mm-hmm. like, Oh, we should have helped him. We should you know, cause he's k out cause of his wife having a baby. Um, so like, they're like, you know, Fighting like, oh, we should have gone in there and help him. No, he didn't want us to help him. He wanted to do it on his own. So like the Dark Order has been infighting. But they were out there and they were having a match. Orange Cassidy was with them for whatever reason. Uh, and and then like Evil Uno started walking out of the match. And then all of a sudden you had like Ty Conte, um, um, Anna, Anna Jay, Minus One, Brady Lee's son, and his wife all walked out yelling at evil uno to get back in the ring (laughs) cool so they did and then i had a big hug afterwards and i was like wait they actually got like Lee's wife here to do everything as well And like so it was kind of like a unifying moment for the dark order i guess uh, yeah
1: like i said um i said you know um obviously i don't i'm not gonna sit here and say I was like super good friends with Brody. Um I I, I knew him from back in the day, um, back in the, the world of her days. Um but uh and I do I do know a lot of people who were good friends with him. And you know, he he's one of those guys who were just like really cool, dude. It was it was really sad when he passed because he was one of those guys who was like nobody had a bad thing to say about him. But you know, yeah. Just my little my,
0: my, my two cents well, that's why Deckarder order got the match everyone out there to represent and they all they all wore all their ring gear had different parts of his ring gear for the match that's me cool. whether it was the jacket or the pants or whatever everyone had something on them that was reminiscent of Brody's lee's ring gear in AEW. which was I that thought, I, thought, I was like i was watching it's like that's a nice touch like it's subtle it's a, it well that wasn't subtle. It's wrestling, but it wasn't like over the top. It wasn't like beating you on the head with it. It's like you could just tell they were doing it. They didn't say anything about it. They didn't it. talk about it. It was just something yeah, like yeah. It wasn't yeah. on commentary. If, like, you, oh,
1: almost, And that's cool too. And that's uh, the like, something If you know like you know, if you don't know
0: you don't know. Doesn't do
1: enough. Is was like you know nods to the fans like that. So that, you know, his cool. his
0: son walked out to the ring with them, and posed, and then walked out. You know, and then went to the back after the match started. but
1: I do like that he's called Minus One, I think. Yeah, far.
0: Minus One. Um, My wife's like, he got big. I'm like, it's been a year. Of course he got big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's he's at that age where the kids grow. It's and weird. Speaking,
1: speaking of Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy will be in Connecticut this weekend. I'll see him uh, tomorrow in Danbury. Tomorrow, Saturday oh, night, October 2nd. Oh, is it show tomorrow night? Can I go to that? Big show. You should look into getting tickets. Danbury, Connecticut. Oh, Danbury, man. Please, athletically, we'll be there. I might might go to that. Um I have to, can't uh, make that you... Sunday, I don't... Um, I can't go Sunday.
0: A... My wife is going to the Jets game on Sunday. Ah. So I will be home with the
1: kiddos. Bring them to the show. It's at a brewery.
0: <laughs> Which one?
1: <laughs> it's in Danbury. Look at my Facebook page. I don't know um, the name of it. Matt Hardy's
0: in town this weekend, everybody. Go
1: see it. Matt, uh, yeah, it's definitely on the Saturday show. I don't think he's on the Sunday show. But, yeah, um what else is going on good plugs
0: i don't know that's good plugs those are my those are my plugs i got no plugs i'm not you know doing what, nothing. you know what
1: i've been watching if you want to talk about the entertainment i don't know if you have you seen doom patrol
0: doom d-o-o-m
1: d-o-o-m patrol yeah
0: no i have not um do you know like, do you know like the, doom like, the video doom game? like the video game doom
1: no no, no it's a dc dc property Oh As no! A I do not superhero know. superhero Group.
0: I'm not kind familiar of
1: obscure superhero group that DC rolled out. Um, very like weird sci-fi kind of deal. So, um, I reckon I, it's, it's it's actually really good. Um,
0: what uh, where can It's we something I didn't get this? to. It's
1: it's on HBO Max. <sighs> Got where to all pay the for it. Where all the DC uh, people. Yeah, that's true. People hang out. But, uh, yeah, it was, I think they just started the third season. So I was like, you know what? Um, let me, let me check this out. So I started watching the first season and it's, uh, if you're really into like weird sci-fis, like, um, superhero stuff, it's, it's right. It'd be, it'd be up your alley. Um, well, I like, like the, you know, I like the weird... umbrella Academy. So yeah, it's, it's, it reminded me a lot of that. Um, whereas like, you know, don't ever try to really like think too deep into like the world that they're trying to build. Cause it doesn't no. make any sense
0: you should whenever it comes to a comic book uh movie don't think too deep into the world just yeah. enjoy the ride
1: yeah because that and then the, obviously that's uh that's something they're trying to do is like to just kind of like throw people off because <laughs> it's one of those shows where like you know anything can happen so like if you're if you're expecting something to happen don't because it, they're they're gonna go in a, in a weird direction then like there's a there's i mean that's one of the things too like you can't explain the show to anybody because if you try to explain it you're just going to sound like a crazy person Hmm. like oh yeah so there's this guy and he's went into an experiment and he uh has basically omnipotent powers now so he's and he's also the narrator of the show he's the bad guy um but he's played by by alan uh adam Alan tudyk adam or alan why do i not remember that you know Hmm. what i'm talking about do i he was the pilot in um, uh, Firefly. And I knew you
0: were going to say that. As soon as you said the pilot, I was like, you're going to say Alan, Firefly. I'm pretty sure it's Alan Tudyk. It's, uh, that is Alan. I don't know. Um, I can't remember if it's Al- Alan or Alan. Alan
1: Tudyk. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. You know, the voice of uh, the robot from Rogue One. Exactly. Great actor. Great, great, great actor. He's, anyway. also,
0: he's also in Dodgeball. Don't forget. Greatest oh, yeah, role he's ever. He was,
1: he was the pirate. Pirate Steve.
0: Well, who can I share my pot of gold with?
1: <laughs> Steve the pirate. Steve the pirate. He is a great he was, actor. <laughs> he is a very good, great comedian, but he's also, he's also a really good actor. Like, like Firefly, is amazing. Serenity.
0: Uh, well, Serenity yeah. is the movie. Movie. Yes. Firefly's TV show. But anyway, um, so yeah, go off on that. I, but you know what? We I think we've I've, we've entertained the people. A,
1: and there's a donkey that 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 that's like is a different dimension inside of the donkey. It's, like I said, it's one of these shows you can't really explain to anybody because you'd sound like a crazy person, but it's it's entertaining. Um Brendan Fraser plays the voice of a um a robot who was a race car driver who, who
0: who died. Fraser. If you say Fraser, I will kill you. <laughs> I always think of that last line when I ever I think of him. I don't know why. Anyways. <laughs>
1: Anyway, yeah, we, we've, we've, we've
0: talked a lot. <laughs> thanks for wasting another hour with us. Kick and clack yeah, the car guys. It. Oh, you no, that's a different show. Sorry.
1: It's I my NPR it. days.
0: From Car Talk. Oh, it was, Car I think, Talk guys. Thanks for wasting another hour with us. Click and clack the Tapper brothers. <laughs> Those
1: Remember, pretty don't pretty drive to like we've my We've talked brother. about that before. They were, they were like they I said, I wasn't them. even a car guy. I and mean, They were entertaining. I used to like well, That's
0: the point. It's a car show. You didn't have to be a car guy. Yeah,
1: they were fun. Anyways. I hope we're fun. I hope we weren't too boring for you guys. I hope you, I hope, you hope you under, hope you were entertained <laughs> by our by our ranting and raving.
0: Wait, way to promote about, the show about crazy things. I hope what you guys did? liked it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Was it
0: good for you? This was a weird episode, Keith. Was it, was it okay? a
1: weird episode? Like, I feel like we were <laughs> we were talking about like important things, and then we just kind of went off and just started rambling for like the last 15-20 minutes of the show, that which is fine. Sounds like that's my kinda life. Like, that's kind of like our format. That's What um, I do so thanks <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for
0: tuning hopefully in hopefully we'll
1: be back next week I'm with gonna... another exciting edition of the Generation Zillennial podcast who's